0: Hi, I'm Lisa Eddy, your host of the Sacred Beauty Lifestyle Podcast, where we reveal and explore both modern and ancient beauty secrets so you can radiate your true power and beauty both inside and out. Hello, and welcome to another solo episode of the Sacred Beauty Lifestyle Podcast. A little housekeeping today before we delve into this juicy topic. I would like to invite you to help cultivate the content I share here with you by letting me know what you would like for me to speak on. That said, you may request a particular topic, send me questions, or even nominate a guest that you would like for me to interview. You may do so by emailing me directly at hello at lifestyle.com. That's hello at lifestyle.com. I'm super excited to share this episode with you today on sacred movement. I have some great tips to share with you. So sit back and relax, or heck, maybe you're getting your workout in, <laughs> enjoy. If you want to find a way to make your workout more conscious and sacred and to create a more peaceful and loving relationship with you and your body, you are in the right place. There is so much pressure to be fit and to be thin and to fit into the body image that we are told is beautiful or the way our bodies used to be at one point in our life. And heck, to even fit into some of the clothes that we still have in our closet that no longer fit. This can lead to so much pressure on you and your body and your workouts. The how and when and why and which kind of workouts to get it all right. We often come at it from the wrong angle. When we want our body to be different than it is, to lose weight or tone up, whether for health or physical appearance, And I imagine you likely want to care for your body and feel good in your body, which is excellent. Me too. It's just that sometimes even the best intentions can turn on us and we can obsess to reach a goal or push our bodies beyond what is healthy or good for us. The way in which we approach it makes all the difference in the world. We often come at our workouts with an incredible amount of pushing against, rejecting, and hating on our beautiful temples. If you like to listen to any of Abraham Hicks' work, which I do and highly recommend, one of the teachings I remember learning early on from Abraham is, the fastest way to get where you want to be is to make peace with where you are. I'm going to say that again. This definitely bears repeating. The fastest way to get where you want to be is to make peace with where you are, which can be a challenge, especially with so many faster, better, harder, next level methods of workouts coming out all the time. And perhaps it's also hard to find the time or class that you like and can be consistent with. You may be thrown off with your workouts with the current state of the world still, As I am recording this episode during the big C virus, and I know you may not have as many options or classes available as many dance studios or workout facilities, some of these are still not operating at full capacity or have shut down altogether, or maybe you don't want to go to a class right now or ever and sweat around a bunch of other people. You may have a hard time working out on your own and being consistent, whatever the reason is, it can be tempting and dare I say too easy to be so flipping hard on yourself and your precious body. I know from firsthand experience because though I am very comfortable in my own skin now and I'm pretty darn good at listening to and honoring my body, it wasn't always that way. When I was in my late 20s and early 30s, I went through a period where I was definitely completely obsessed with the right formula for the perfect body. I had to dance three days a week and do Pilates two days a week, and I went to extremes to make sure it was happening. It's a good thing I've hired so many coaches and healers, and it was brought to my attention so I could see that the way that I was going about this was really not serving me, and I could find a better way. I had to learn to listen and to be more gentle with my body. I learned that it was okay to sit some workouts out or to not do the full 60 minute workout and that my body was still pretty beautiful and happy and fit when I worked out a little bit less. Ironically, I think my body liked it better and responded better. It was definitely a new way of thinking and being for me that I had to learn. I learned how to listen and honor what was best for me and my body instead of what my head was telling me. Now I enjoy and appreciate my body and my workouts so much more. Over the years, I've worked with so many women who are also struggling with honoring their body and finding balance, adjusting their workouts and listening to what is divinely right at any given moment so they can feel and look good without obsessing or depleting their energy or risking injury. This is why I created and now teach sacred movement as one of the pillars of sacred beauty and why I'm sharing this with you today. Sacred movement is about being present in and with your body and your body's needs. So you can get your workout or movement on in a loving and conscious way. The good news is it's more enjoyable and safer. You give your body what it really wants and needs. You make your workouts work for your schedule. And since you're not forcing or pushing your body so hard, it's not holding on to excess calories and fat for dear life. You likely know movement or working out is an important and integral part of overall wellness, but did you know that 80% of our body's immunity is dependent upon a healthy lymphatic drainage system? That is huge. 80% of our body's immunity. So it's really important that we flush the waste out. This is partially why sacred movement is such an integral part of sacred beauty. Because movement or working out moves lymph and waste. Sweating helps us detoxify so our body can be assisted in releasing this old used up gunk and waste so that your body can actually work more optimally. And it also prevents breakouts that are caused by toxicity because that is actually what most breakouts are from is toxic waste trying to be removed from your body because your body is so smart. It's trying to push out what is not good for it. So this can help prevent breakouts. It also helps oxygenate your cells, which is incredibly beautifying. This gets your circulation flowing, which helps all of our cells and our body overall finding homeostasis and balance. Stretching is also a key component, and I think often an overlooked one, your flexibility is actually a barometer for your overall health and longevity to assure that you can continue to move freely. So yes, it's all true. It's essential for us to move our bodies for optimal well-being. It It is just as important for our minds as it is our bodies. And I am a huge proponent. In fact, I used to say, I work out for my head and the body is a benefit <laughs> because it, there's so much value in de-stressing, Right. And I think we have taken it too far these days. Like so many of the workouts are so extreme, which can sometimes keep you away from even wanting to get your workout on. Here's my solution. If you are just starting to move your body or restarting to take the pressure and guilt off for not working out in the way that you thought you should, this will help you come from a loving place when you work out honoring your body versus rejecting and forcing it to be different than it is. This will help you to learn and check in instead of forcing and pushing. So you can give your unique body what it needs in this now moment. The five keys to practicing sacred movement. Number one is go back to your roots. If you haven't been moving in a while and you don't know where to start I recommend tracing it back to what you loved to do as a child. Did you like to ride the bike or dance or swim or play tennis? It can be such a fun and inspirational way to get back into movement. I will also throw in that sometimes for me, like I'm a dancer. I absolutely love dancing. My fantasy job was to be a professional dancer with like Prince (laughs) or Michael Jackson or something. But sometimes when I have been away from my workout for a tiny bit, or I'm feeling really low energy, I will use yin yoga. If you needed something and you're feeling stuck like that, and you need to ease into working out, I find yin yoga can be such a simple way for me to get back in and gently move my body and get it re-acclimated to movement. Number two. Kiss, which in this case means keep it simple, sweetheart. Remove the expectation to do a particularly intense or extreme workout or the idea of what a workout is supposed to be like. Instead, work with your body and your time allotted. This is especially helpful if you find you are skipping workouts because you don't have time to get an hour workout in or can't do that hardcore whatever new thing. Instead, make peace knowing that you will benefit by some movement. You can move your body every single day and it doesn't have to be so rigid. Something is definitely better than nothing. And in this case, we've seen that sometimes less is actually more. Consistency is actually more important than duration. 20 to 30 minute workouts, five days a week is a fantastic goal. Doesn't have to be a big deal just like Nike says, just do it. My favorite tagline ever. (laughs) Number three, stop, drop, and check in. See what your body needs now. This is so important. If you are not feeling up to doing what you had planned to do, like if you had planned to go on this extensive run or taking a dance class or whatever kind of workout you had planned, either because you are not actually feeling well, or are just low energy. It is actually okay that you do not push yourself too hard at this time. It is actually more than okay. It's actually really honoring and important. We need different things at different times. And this changes seasonally. And it also changes from day to day. And our job is to listen and act accordingly. This can actually prevent injuries because our body is so smart that sometimes it's maybe not up to something and and we have to honor it, right? However, there can be a trick. So if you know that you are perhaps just feeling a little bit lazy or unmotivated, I have a tip for you. A bonus tip here. One of my dear friends, Nicole Tormey, she's a colleague and a friend in fitness and wellness, and she is absolutely phenomenal. When she is not wanting to get up early and get her workout on in that moment because she just doesn't feel like getting out of bed because it's comfy and warm, for example, she will remind herself, this is how I thank my body. And she'll pat her body. This is how I thank my body. I just love it. And now I use it when I too need a little motivation. Hopefully now I'll get Nicole on this podcast because we have been talking about it for months and she is phenomenal. Number four, sacred presence, which is such a big part of sacred movement. Call yourself into the moment before you start moving, feel your breath running through your body. Prepare your body for what you're going to do next as you transition into your workout. When you enter your workouts with presence, you can get more out of them. And it can also, again, reduce injury because you're in the moment. You can do this by creating an intention with your workout. It can be to create energy or to detoxify and move your lymph or to create better health or strengthen your body. The most essential piece is that your mind is not all over the place, that you are focused on what you are doing, noticing and paying attention to how your body is feeling and responding to the workout. Number five, body love, appreciate your body. It is essential that you are not coming from a place of rejecting or pushing against your natural body shape and trying to change it in a forceful and unloving way because you don't like the way you look, but instead are coming from a place of nourishing your body. If you feel there are body parts that you are sort of judgy about, like my thighs are huge, for example, or perhaps you're even neglecting other parts of your body and ignoring them altogether. This is an invitation, an opportunity to make peace and rewrite the relationship with your body. You can do this by writing a poem or love letter to the body parts you maybe have been rejecting or mistreating. (laughs) See if you can find something beautiful and useful that will help you bridge the gap and create a newfound love and adoration for your beautiful sacred temple. I'm going to read you a poem I wrote to my thighs as an example and inspiration. My Big Strong Thighs For so long, I couldn't see your beauty. All I could see were your flaws. Mostly you were too damn big, or so I thought. Or maybe that's just what I was taught. One of my selfish boyfriends confirmed my beliefs, condemning you just the same. You have thighs like my sister's. What the F is that supposed to mean? Clearly he didn't think very highly of you either. For so many years I've picked you apart. If you weren't too big, you were too white, too hairy, too veiny, too spotty. For so long I was missing out on the beauty that you hold. I'm so sorry. I was so mean to you. I love you. I'm not exactly sure when it shifted for me, but I think it had something to do with us as a culture, finally starting to accept and appreciate the curves of a real woman's body. And I think my daughter helped seal it in when she said to me, mama, I love your big, strong thighs. Me too. I thought, you are so strong and toned. You hold me so well. I love the way you move to the music and saunter into a room. You're so flirty and sexy and voluptuous. I'm so glad I can now see your true power and beauty. I love you too. I hope these five tips will serve you well on your journey into sacred movement. Remember, if you want to be a part of creating the content here with these solo episodes, please email me at hello at sacredbeautylifestyle.com with your questions to request a particular topic or even to nominate a guest. I'm Lisa Eddy, your host of the Sacred Beauty Lifestyle Podcast. I hope this episode brought you insights and inspiration to help you radiate and shine with confidence. Remember to subscribe so you receive new episodes hot off the press right when they are released. And follow me on Instagram for more juicy tips at I am Lisa Eddy. Also, for those of you who are really ready to take it deeper and want to get in on some more of my secrets, you're going to want to download this tip sheet I have for you, the seven secrets to radiant skin. You'll find the link in my Instagram bio again at I am Lisa Eddy. This tip sheet is a guide for you. And when you start to use the seven secrets to radiant skin, you will be well on your way to being truly confident and shining through your skin. And that is my mission to reach and empower millions of women across the globe waking them up to the sacred beauty lifestyle, owning their true power and beauty inside and out. So make sure you download that tip sheet for my bio on Instagram and join me on this journey. So you too can get on out there and shine. The world needs your light.